I mean, I started very late. I'm not going to reveal all the age phases, but if I told you at what age I started, and it, like if you add law school, if you add the 10 years, and then I've done 10 years, it's like it's crazy if you think that someone at the age of like nearly 40 would just to say, oh, okay, then I'm just going to start DJing now. And and I've been going ever since. And, and And this is something that I've never spoken about. And it's something that I've actually had the time and... And I'm that I'm really starting to be proud of because it's it's uh, it defines me. Welcome to Elevated Frequencies, the show that gives you access to the next level of house and techno so you can explore an elevated lifestyle. I go into every conversation with artists on the show with an open mind. There's some artists that share more about their personal life than others on social media, and so I kind of have a, a primer of how they are. Some of these artists I know personally, and so I have you know a lot of background and some, you know, it's just, it's a wild card and, and you don't know what you're gonna get. Um, I can say in all honesty that this conversation with Flash Mob that you're about to see is one of the most surprising, enlightening, enriching and vulnerable conversations I've ever had with a human period. And this is so special. We talked about so many things, not just about DJing and music, but about life, that it's a real privilege that he told me these things and I feel privileged to share them with you. We discussed everything from the golden rule, treating others with kindness, to going back to basics in your artistry and craft. It's cutting out the bullshit and the noise of the pomp and circumstance of the industry. I don't want to give too much away. I just would really love it if you would listen. I have to ask because you have, you have a couple of accents going on and I'm sure I'm not the first or last person ever ask you, but tell me about your background because I know you live in Milan I do. now, correct? I do. Okay. So, so how did you get there? <laughs> so, um, I was born in Turin which is an hour away from uh, Milan. And uh, my mother was uh, of Irish origin. So she came from one of those family that went to, uh, from Ireland to Liverpool to then be shipped onto America. And then uh, the, the war, uh, 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 my, my grandfather uh, died during the, the war. My family stayed in Liverpool. My mother was born in Liverpool and then uh, raised in Liverpool. And then when she was 19, she wanted to leave the UK, go either to Australia or Italy, found an opportunity in Italy to work and ended up meeting my father in a place called uh, Villa delle Rose, which is today a club where I've actually played. <laughs> it's insane. And yeah, they met. I was born in Turin and I've been in Italy ever since. I've been raised in Italy, studied in Italy, and went to London um, in 2000 and, uh, 
2005, late 2004. Well, no, 2005. And uh, and yeah, and then uh, started this crazy adventure when I was not as young anymore. I'd already been through law school, and uh, yeah, so yeah, and then pushing ever since. <laughs> wow, it's amazing, and you're so worldly because of that that background and that experience. But I have to ask because coming from my, my father's an immigrant from Sicily. And so I've spent, you know, quite some time, some time in Sicily and different parts of Italy. How is it when you're touring and you have to find decent quality food in other places? I can imagine that's difficult. See, I'm, I'm, um, when I'm touring, I have rice, white, like white rice, chicken and, uh, water, sleep, Train, that's pretty much it. It sleep, play, repeat. So you're very you're very strict when you're on tour. You're not like indulging I, in, in, it's, in not, it's not something that I think that I that I feel that I can take merit for. It's, I've always been like this. I've always been into sports. I've always taken care and I've always uh, I've always been um, yeah, I've always been involved in sports, so I've never real really been someone that, you know. I didn't even drink alcohol before meeting my wife. Now, <laughs> now when I'm at home, we have a lot of wine. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, it's just the way I am. So it so it sounds like that you're just very focused on I your am. craft. See, and talk to me. Talk to me about your journey because I know just a couple days ago you re- you had a new release with Josh Butler, right? Who I actually interviewed on on the podcast recently. Wait. So you've you've been doing this for a while. See, see, I I've been doing it since, uh, well, like this since two thousand eleven. So yeah, but I had previous projects that I was traveling internationally before that. But uh, you know how it is at the beginning; it's it's not it's not really fun traveling when when there's no windows in the hotel room. <laughs> So anyway, no, yeah, I've been doing it for quite a while, but um, I don't know, something happened to to me during COVID and I've literally went from uh, being very happy to be home, finally resetting my body and resetting, having the time to evaluate what, what I've done and what I want to achieve, what I've achieved. And uh, we close this, and uh, yeah, because you often you're often in a loop, and you forget what you who you are, what you've done, the reasons why you started, what you really want to do, how you really want to do it, and you're more involved in, uh, in this in this dog race I call it, which is with with you know who gets there first, who plays more, who looks better, who releases on the bigger labels, blah blah blah, which is totally the opposite of who I am and what, what I do this for. So during COVID, I just didn't go into the studio for like eight months, recovered my memory and my physical well-being and uh, slowly started studying production again and trying to fill those gaps in, you know, in, uh, in, in, in my musical culture. Uh, so I started researching again and, and so I started, you know, really putting my time into music 
rather than just being someone that theoretically makes music and plays music and half the time you don't even want to be there. So, And then I started going back to the studio, started making music again, started really uh, getting passionate about it again. And uh, yeah, and slowly started working with people that um, helped me fix all help me fi- help me fix all those things that apparently weren't working in me as a human being in my approach towards the music industry. I'm very just about the music substantially, and my attitude wasn't really working for me as much as it could. Even if you're very good at doing something, there's still a especially these days, there's still a, the approach is, is a very important part. So you mentioned that during COVID, you really realized you needed to change some things about the music and about, sounds like kind of like your lifestyle. So what was that reset for you and, and what's changed since COVID? So the reset has been uh, uh, one of the, um, I think of it as one of the best things that has really happened to me. Uh, It's given me the opportunity to really start living again. Um, I wasn't living, uh, I wasn't living a um, healthy uh, life mentally, uh, especially, but also at the end of the day, if you're not mentally healthy, if you're not doing the things that you would like to do uh, properly, then you find yourself always chasing uh, something, which which I think is the beginning of that 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 mental the mental um, the mental uh, mechanism that starts all the chasing is the fact that you you never find yourself uh, in the position to do all the things that you would like to do within a day or within a week properly. And you're always stealing time from from your job, basically. And instead of living music as something that is a extra in your life to make you happy, and that's what I've really turned around. Music has has gone back to being a medicine for me. It's gone back to being something that I do because I enjoy to do it. And and uh, I mean, I was I've I've revealed I've revealed something that I've not spoken about for for years at, at the defected office uh, last last week when I went to do the interview and the mix uh, for this release with 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 Josh uh, on 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 the with the defected guys and uh, i um i had an experience that changed my life at at a uh, at a certain point and i was in a um, i was i was working in a law firm uh doing things that i didn't really enjoy and being someone that i didn't really uh connect with i i i was just someone else in my body that makes sense and and then um and then i was in thailand in 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 2004 uh so that 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 26th of december completely changed my life and when i came back from that i started uh not wanting to do anything that wasn't within what i really wanted to do and so it didn't really take me a long time to just 
get into music actively. Initially, I was a little uh, timid, uh, uh, and I it, it took me a while to get away from the law thing. I, I mean, law school lasts forever here in Italy. Okay. It's like so, you know. It it so I, I I opened an agency and started working with IMD and Accession, bringing all uh, UK artists in Italy, like convincing myself I was still utilizing my, you know, my law background uh, in a way. And then I just got to a point where I realized that I was just slavering for other people to. And then so I started studying production, started DJing more and more. And then I just, yeah, I just fought for 10 years uh, um, till I got to to a certain point where yeah, where, where what I was doing was was starting to work. And then I got married. Uh, still had nothing at the time. <laughs> like, like literally nothing, which was... I'm, I'm starting to be proud of this. This is why I'm starting to tell this story. Because, I mean, I started very late. I'm not going to reveal all the age phases. But if I told you at what age I started, and it, like if you add law school if you add the 10 years and then i've done 10 years it's like it's crazy if you think that someone at the age of like nearly 40 would just to say oh okay then i'm just going to start djing now and and i've been going ever since and 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 this is something that i've never spoken about and it's something that i've actually had the time and and i'm that i'm really starting to be proud of because it's it's uh it defines me in 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 a way uh, and I'm not celebrating myself in any way. I'm just saying that I've never recognized anything that I've done to myself till before COVID. And then during COVID, I just had the time to. Well, I think this is actually a very emotional conversation for me because I think, I don't know if you realize how many people need to hear what you just said, because so many people tend to hang on to that thing that they were supposed to do or poured so much time into, in your case, law school. Uh, in other people's cases, other jobs that they feel like, well, I put so much time and effort into this. If I give it up now, it was all for nothing. And so they hang on to that thing and then they never go after their true passion. And there's a real danger in that living in cognitive dissonance, not in alignment with what you truly want to do. And people end up hating themselves and that magnifies onto everyone around them. You can, you can tell when a person's not in alignment. And so what your story shows is that it's never too late to be in alignment with what you truly want out of life. And it's, and it is better to have a, sh a shorter amount of time in your life doing the thing you truly love than not ever having it at all. Very true. It's also, you know, I would have been a terrible lawyer, <laughs> let's face it, but it's like when you develop um, will, like when you push yourself, you push yourself to a point where when you learn to push yourself a lot, you get to a point where you feel that, where, where you get used to it and you think that that's normal life. Mm -hmm. and, and instead, I'm starting to learn that sometimes um, things, some, some, some of the things in life, of course you have to push yourself. I mean, I'm still pushing myself. I still give myself another 10 years. I'm going to be the, the, the oldest DJ alive <laughs> by the that. time I finish. But it's, it's, um, 
some things are not supposed to be you, you're not supposed to be pushing some things of yourself. You should be pushing on some things. Of course, you need to be driven. You need to work hard and excited. But some, a lot of things need to come naturally. And yes. um, and I was so enforced by my will, which is my only talent. I feel that my will is my only talent. My will, my strength of will. And that I was so pushed that I that you push yourself doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And you you feel you 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 sometimes rec- you sometimes think oh yeah well then if I let this go I'm going to be weak mm-hmm. and not that I'm afraid of being weak I'm very weak and vulnerable that's not the problem but it's like you, fighting means overcoming your weaknesses in a way mm-hmm. the whole thing is is what is right for you and what is wrong for you and it took me a very very strong experience to learn what was really really right for me and what what I really wanted and 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 sometimes you like my daughter. It, it touches me with with life every so often and because i'm as everyone i'm distracted by what i do and trying to do the best of of, of everything and, and 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 i feel that often i'm distracted and sometimes my daughter she has this gift and she touches me with life and it's like i i i you know it's like when something really really good or really really bad happens and you just wake up and and everything becomes relative. Everything that surrounds you becomes relative. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the kind of experience I had when when going to Thailand and then happened what, what happened. And it's just, I've not even, I've, I've just recently started talking about it and probably realizing some parts of it. I don't even remember a lot of it. And it's just, it's just, um, I, I feel that uh, 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 being an artist is, is, a, is a great privilege because you open yourself to that part of, to that connection to life in a much easier way than and it's as if ever since I've wanted to be reconnected to that experience through my art uh, and it just it just touches me music touches me like nothing else I'm so passionate about it and so just you know I'm just a normal guy and when I play I I go crazy and even in the studio I just enjoy it so much so yeah so so and when you were talking about pushing, right, I, I use this terminology, hustling versus aligned action. And when you're hustling, when you're hustling, you're doing a needless amount of, of busy work where it's like, it constantly feels like you can't catch up. You're stressed. Bravissima. Bravissima. Yep. And aligned action is when you are in alignment with what you love and what you want to do. And it comes naturally and it flows. And of course, with music, which is your passion, there's, there's hard work involved, but it's not hustling. It's, it's, it's aligned action strategically placed to get you to where you want to be, whether it's finishing a track or, you know, connecting with an audience. They're two separate things. And, um, People get addicted to hustling. They get addicted to feeling like they constantly need to do something. And life does not need to be that way. And I think Italian culture really exemplifies the beauty and ease and taking breaks and rest. Do you do you notice that at all? Uh, it's not my case. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I mean, I admire uh, people that have um the uh the tranquility of taking breaks and um i'm always at it at the end of the day because it's what i do is what i love and it's it's not even what i do it's who i am at this point Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. 
certainly the weather, which now has become unbearable here as well. Mm -hmm. We're like subtropical, it's 40 degrees. It's just, but anyway, but yeah, I, I mean, um, well, you might always, your daughter, do you have those moments where it's like, I'm going to take a longer espresso in the morning or I'm going to, no, 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 no. I've changed completely from what I was before. So now is everything's on my time on my clock. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not playing as a, uh, youth team that has to run after every ball and they, and then they never score. I'm, I'm trying to play like, like, you know, one of the top teams you, you don't even run that much and you know exactly what to do. And you just, I know, I, I know what to do. I just, it just to someone like me, I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm someone that can make music and someone that, you know, when I play, I, 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 I know what I'm doing by now. I've done it for so many years that it's just a matter for me to get the right records and, and, and the right, and the right things done for me. Right. For me to be able to express my full potential and to be happy seeing that, uh, I can put some uh, beauty in the world. Like, I don't know, it's it just, for example, I'm just speaking, I'm just uh, without filters, speaking out loud, but it's, it happens to it's, ha it's happened to me so many times to hear people criticize, uh, like, very mainstream, like Bob Sinclair or David Gale, because they're not under, like, these guys have touched so many souls with, with a song. It's that simple. I mean, for me, at this point, if you think of it, if, if, you know, otherwise, what, what does, what is music for? What, why are we, I know that these days, half of the people, they don't, can't make music. Half of the people, they can't dance. They can't play. They're just, I mean, there's half, there's, there's, the industry is now floating with, 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 with. TikTok DJs. What? No, I, I'm, listen, I'm, I don't want to judge anyone. Everyone, as long as they have fun and they bring something positive to the table, it's fine. But it's, we're still talking about a very, very important subject, which is music that should be taught in schools, that it should be utilized as medicine for people, something that can touch the higher part of, 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 of ourselves. It's, it's something that is, is, is supposed, it's not just when we go out there playing or when we make music, it's, it's not just, it's not for us at the end of the day. That's what I don't like these days that much. Um, um, this this shift with with this triangle with the media that obliges us, that obliges everyone to you know to be someone or to be mm -hmm. like this or to be like that and 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 I I I don't want to change in in that respect in any way. I think that kindness and and um, just yeah, just we're all the same. I, I, that's beautiful. And what, what I've been thinking about a lot is the fact that compared to other genres, dance music in general is relatively young. And so we're seeing so many changes in a short amount of time because of the advancement of technology. I'm not talking about music production. I'm talking about the social media, about how it changes yeah. and shapes our relationships to one another, artist to artist, artist to fan artists to industry people. That's so, exactly the point. That's exactly the point. It's like in the seventies, you could smoke on an airplane. Now it's unthinkable. Now these days, DJs are, are, are often, there's all this fakeness and there's all, nobody speaks to no one. It's not cool. 
what, 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 what is that about? Music is about sharing. It's about helping. It's about healing. It's about, it's about beauty. It's not, and, and I, it's just, so I refuse in that sense. I just refuse to be anything else than what I really am. And I don't care if it, if it has consequence, I don't really care. I don't. That's, it's an amazing thing that sorry it's it's something that i feel it sh it should be addressed by the heads of by us by everyone because the ontologia you say in italian which is ethics within your job i don't know if you can use mm -hmm. that in, in, mm -hmm. in english mm -hmm. uh there's there's we should start developing that in in the industry and starting starting to to understand that music is uh is a uh, is 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 a is a is a bond instrument it's something that belongs to everyone mm -hmm. it's not we're just we're just messengers that have, have have been lucky enough to be um able to play and make music and 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 have things happen to us that have given us this gift it's a gift i i love that so now why not help someone else to pursue the same? Obviously, you have to study. You have to be serious. Mm -hmm. You have to study. You have to work hard. You have to earn it. Voila, that's fine. But all the rest, seriously, for me, it's just, I, I um, yeah. But but I let's talk about positive things. <laughs> well, well, I think I think uh, you bring up a really beautiful idea. I'm sure in in law. I know you know I'm a former journalist, right? And we learn the journalistic ethics. There's there's pillars pillars and standards that we all. Well, I won't get into that conversation, but that you're supposed to follow ethics. You know, do no harm, uh, redu harm reduction. So. Does something like that exist in music yet? And if not, should it you be see, created? People, I was just, uh, I was just, um, I, I went to the defected office the other day and I left a vinyl that I had printed specifically for this person because every time that I, uh, because on, uh, I send a lot of demos. It's not that just because you have a name that they sign things automatically. No, it doesn't work like that. You have to send something that is special mm -hmm. or you get a lot of no's. But there's way and ways to say no. Right. And this person that I'm talking to, her way of saying no is makes me smile. And that's like, that's for me, that is a game changer. So I'm not the only one thinking this way. It's just, it, there are people that care. There are people that understand that we put everything we have. We put our time, our time away from other things, our kids or whatever your, whatever else you do in life mm -hmm. there's everything goes in in into music and um there's 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 a specific way that even i as an a and r of my own label i use to 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 pass on records which is even just giving a piece of advice or being kind enough to say you know this time it's it's no because this this and that or you know it doesn't fit but it's great why don't you start and i in 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 this uh, respect um i must say that i've that i've uh, really that i'm receiving a lot from uh, from uh, some labels uh that i'm starting to work with uh that i wasn't expecting at all because i've not been undefected for for a while now and 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 i've been treated like honestly i've been just like speechless that the help and the support of has just for me it's something new that's that's really amazing. Kindness is easy. Kindness it's, is it's the exacto. Why not? 
I mean, and, and one thing that I do want to mention, because I think, you know, obviously addressing those root causes, like you say, being kind, telling people no in a kind way, always using the golden rule on the other side of it, because we can't get everybody on board with that yet, even though the hope is, is to, I think that new artists and, you know, I mentor, um, former journalists. And one thing that I tell them as they're getting denied from jobs, right? They're getting passed up, not even getting interviewed. I have to teach them to develop that bulletproof mindset of not taking it personally, because if somebody is rude to you or somebody is dismissive, it's not about you. It's about, it's about them. It's something internal. TC, I really enjoyed the Lucati podcast that you did. I'm a big fan of Lucati. Me too. He's, he is, I like his attitude. His attitude is exactly that's 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 it. Uh, perfetto. Yeah, it's it's he he really is. I, I love that he's not afraid to just speak his mind on Twitter and be who he is. The authenticity, which obviously you you know value that trait as well. It'll it'll take you far, but people are afraid to be themselves. See, I um. <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I'm ready to do that. This is why I admire Lucati so much because he's, he has a very, uh, balanced way of saying things mm. without touching. It's, it's as if he says things, but he doesn't say them and, but he says them at the same time, which is a real talent for me. And I've been observing how he, um, I really love, I, I, I just love any, everything about him. I don't know why. I'm just, a big fan. Have you, have you <laughs> talked to him before? I've signed him to my label. I've not. Oh, okay. I've not. I've not had. A, a, I hope to meet him one day. But I really like his attitude. I like the fact that he goes outside of gigs and gives flyers, and mm-hmm. he's just doing things that people are supposed to do. He's just doing. He's, it's just. It's just. Um, he reflects. Uh, um, he reflects the balance that is really super important. That you're just. You're just doing something you love, you love for you, and you don't put yourself upon others. And you're just, and I, I don't know. I'm, 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 um, I'm very critical towards myself, and I'm very opinionated on certain things. Uh, and um, in some things, I find myself not to be as elastic as maybe I should be. So I'm very careful of. I've, I always, I've always had as a rule. I'm, I'm always gonna. I've always thought of. Um, I've always uh, tried to stay away from any, you know, any political comments or mm-hmm. critical comments or, um, I mean, if I started, I'd probably, I don't know, I'd probably never play again. If I said, well, <laughs> what I think, but it's, we talked, Lucati and I talked about, there's a very balanced, dedicated or a delicate way to do things where you can be a little polarizing. You can ruffle a little bit of feathers, but you have to be careful in your approach. You can't just go scorched earth and start, you know, criticizing everyone. And I think that's something some people just naturally have it. I know a lot of talented uh, artists locally who have a problem. Um, they don't mince words, right? And they they have uh, lost a lot of opportunities because of it. Even though their critiques are valid, it's the way you say it. What gets you in trouble? The whole point is that my role in this game 
is not to talk about other artists. This is the thing. This is why I've decided not to do that. The day I finish, the day that I stop, I can be a, a critic of the music industry. And then I can say, oh, you know, half of the leading DJs are promoters. They're not even DJs. <laughs> like, for example, no, mm -hmm. this would, would be for starters. But but uh, uh, it's not my role to 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 say these things. And it's it's uh, I find it... Uh, much more healthy for me for the way i am to just concentrate on me and what i do and don't look at others uh, yeah. because at the end of the day they that you know we're all human beings and even the people that have had opportunities that uh are not maybe coming from a musical background they, they're still human beings they're still maybe incredible human beings and it's you know right. so part of the artists part of 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 of, of the um, Part of the criticism that, that we all grow as artists towards other artists is also because we're probably not concentrated on, on just what we do and appreciating right. the beauty and being grateful for what we do. So that's why I stay away. But I do have opinions in, within me that I try to, <laughs> sure. to, you know, to shh, shh. It's maybe that, you know, so yeah. yeah. Well, so, now, now it, really, beings. it makes sense why you've collaborated with Josh too, because he is one of the kindest people I've ever spoken to. And is this, is this something that when you decide who to collaborate with, you're looking for like-minded people, not just in music, but in mindset? See, 100%. I've never collaborated with anyone in my whole career. For me, it, like playing with someone is a little bit of a nightmare for me. Back to back stuff is just yeah. never really do because long time ago, Flashmob, we were two. Right, I I, well, the, I knew that. The first couple of years we were two, and and it was a it wasn't good for me to play with someone, like not not that I mean I love the guy and we really get along. We're still friends and blah blah blah. It's not nothing to do with him. It's just me that I like to play along. Mm -hmm. And um, and production wise, I've always just done my thing. I've never really and I, this is something that with COVID I've I've I've, I've found out. Um, about myself, I really enjoy collaborating with uh, with Josh, and 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 I probably will find uh, other people as well that that share the same sort of vision of how a collaboration should go. We're very relaxed, open, mm -hmm. free to any creative change, uh, and just. Um, uh, happy of, of of doing it you know just happy and and i and i admire josh very very much he's a beast at what he does so you know it's it's for me it's also great to maybe share a a, a good idea and, and and see him do his thing and then be able to to do my thing on on, on it and it's a creative and 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 the more you you are and, and this has also happened to me in covid because in in covid i re discovered the humbleness to go back to study mm -hmm. and so with that you start saying okay and you start learning things more and more and more and more and you start realizing that there are people that are as good as you or even better than you out there and then and 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 so you can appreciate more collaborating with with someone so good uh because because of the trueness of 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 and, and and you know not only the skill but also how true they are to what they do and their connection with nature. I don't know. There are things. There are a number. But but the kindness of Josh is just. It's what draw. It's what draw. It's what 
um, I'm I'm drawn to him uh, by by his whole piece. Or, yes, I I find him to be a lovely person, lovely human being. It makes a lot of sense. And one thing that I didn't think about until you just said it. Um, there must be a really, truly special connection making art with somebody else because you're making something that will exist forever. And that's got to be, that's something that, that binds you to another person that I don't think non-artists can't understand that to that extent. True. Never thought of it this way. See? Yeah, that's beautiful. So what what is your advice? We've talked a lot about kind of in a roundabout way of what's what's happening now in the world and music. What is your advice for, for people who are just trying to trying to make it, try to find their little slice of success? Because it seems like you've gone through a lot and you've done a lot and you're you're different now than when you first started. So so what can you tell them? Um I've been tricked by my mind uh, on a time and time again throughout my career because of my um, vulnerability for, for my, in a way I'm very uh, uh, open to put myself in uncomfortable positions. So that's what I do. It's what I look for. I, I have all my routines of cold showers and blah, blah, blah to mm -hmm. psychologically be in focus and not be uh, moved by uh, the um, the critical side of me towards me and others, so I want to stay balanced, and I found a way in time to to be balanced. So the first piece of advice would be to find ways to not uh, let your brain trick you into an angle, and uh, always be attached to the part of yourself that feels strong, that feels capable, that 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 believes. And that is able to do anything if if and, and and find solution and adapt and and don't bitch about things just get on with it and just you know I me mean, for me it's if if I can sleep properly and if I can hear properly in the booth I'm fine with everything I mean it's you know once I used to bitch about a lot of things and it's <laughs> yeah and this is not you know because it's 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 we're humans. You make mistakes, you adjust, you learn, and you move forward. And then you get a little bit older and, and you realize how much your brain can waste energy on, on things that are not really important to move on. And so this is why I say don't, don't get tricked by your brain. Uh, certainly study as much as possible. Be, be the best version of yourself in what you do, which means that you're not just like, I don't know. I see all these people, they, they, they just, I, I don't know, what, 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 are, you, what are they doing? It's like, what are you guys touching? There's nothing to touch. The less you touch, the better it is. Like, there's nothing to touch. There's an algorithm. It's plus 080. If you fix it on the on the decks, it's basically, you don't even need the headphones anymore. It's like, so it's just forget about the superficial part of, of course, play the game, which has been one of the things that I criticize to myself uh, because being a strong critic of anything that isn't right puts you in the position where you, you tend not to play the game anymore. Mm -hmm. And there's a balance in that needs to be respected in that. And if yeah. you don't find that balance, then that becomes a weakness. Knowing it's a game. 
knowing it's a game knowing. that you have to play. Exactly. That, help, that helps. That helps. That helps. Uh, but but you can still be very uh, respectable in the way you carry yourself uh, and the way you do things. And with kindness, you can open so many doors and you can change so many minds and you can set a different tone, even to the worst email that you get. There's, 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 you know, so I'm sticking to that. Kindness certainly is, is a, is a, is such a winning, you know, and be, just be you. Don't, there's, there's, you don't have to be like someone else. Same haircut, same moves, same, just, just be you. Because we're all different and, and it's, you know, this is very uh, banale. It's, it's not, I'm not saying anything that we all know, but we're, we're all different and it's, there's, there's this space for everyone. But studying is certainly essential, knowing what you, what, you know, learning to produce properly, like, like but properly, properly. And then once you know how to produce, you realize that, even there, the less you touch, the better it is. So mm -hmm. it's not really about, yeah, there's a technical thing to it, but the, 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 the better the sounds that you choose are, so the more you know about music and the more you focused you are in a, in a certain direction for what you have to do, the less you have to touch. Right. So it's like, oh, the secret, it's like, you know, Kung Fu Panda, what's the secret? The secret ing ingredient is getting ready before. So knowing music, knowing the history of music, listening to loads of music and being able to, to really know music so that when you choose the sounds, you can, I, I mean, I don't even know how I make music. Seriously, I don't know how to make music, but I know how to make it at the same time uh, you, by choosing and choosing and, and you get better at choosing and it, and, and even when you now, for example, I think that I've done one of the best records that I've done in my life and I'm onto a sound, which is something that has not happened to me in a while. Okay. And, and I don't, even every time I start a record, I'm thinking, okay, how am I going to get to that sound? And then I just do it. And then it's so subliminal in a way that you choose certain sounds over other sounds because your knowledge is because you've, you, you know, I've done, I've done nearly a thousand gigs in my career mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I've listened to, yeah, and I've been doing this in repeat, in repeat, in repeat, in repeat, in repeat. And so, but if you're not prepared, you don't know what you're doing. And one of the, my favorite sentences that my wife always criticizes me for, <laughs> she says, it doesn't mean anything. But I always say to my daughter, you can do everything you want. Just try to do things you understand. I love that. Just try to do when, oh, because she's asking me, she's 10 years old, but she's like, pfft. she's already telling me what to do. And she's asking me questions like for boys and, and la, la, mm -hmm. la. And I say, listen, there's no rule. Just do whatever you understand and whatever you feel, but knowing that you have to understand it deeply, not superficially, deeply, mm -hmm. because otherwise you will do something that you might regret. Right? Same thing in music. It, it sounds like you're talking about, you're, first of all, getting back to basics, the basics and the fundamentals of anything, music, whatever, are so important. And people get distracted by all the frills, bells and whistles of the industry bullshit, looking cool, having the coolest haircut. And then they forget that, the fun, <laughs> that, that if you don't have the building blocks, you don't have, 
you don't have that foundation, that other stuff can only take you so far. And, and being true to yourself will stand the test of time versus trends of haircuts, sounds. Also because those, those, many of those things, forgive me for interrupting, many of those things are sort of structural for us to feel we are adequate. Mm-hmm. Because other people, they listen to your music. They don't really give a shit if you look good or, excuse my French, they don't care if they, you look good or bad. Uh, or, or well, Yes, of course, there's part of that. But people that really do this, it's, it's, um, I think of it this way. Sandro, do I really need to play a hundred gigs a year or can I move forward with one record? And now getting to the point where I feel that I can really do it with one record, like live with music, just making big records means that I've overcome the, uh, that I've overcome the part of myself that necessarily has to be there. I have to do that. I have, and all of this is all these haves are things that do we really want to do it? Who really wants to wake up at 3 a.m. and play? Right. Something that you're talking about is this concept in a book that I'm reading right now called 10x is easier than 2x. And so the concept is, is that it's, it's much easier to 10x your growth in life, whatever that is that you're trying to go for, than to double your efforts and double your growth. And so cutting out all the bullshit, all the noise and focusing on that one thing that you really, really want. And there's only one or two paths to get there versus trying to double your efforts and and do all these different things. And there's all these different paths to maybe get you that growth, whether it's a, an amount of money or amount of gigs or amount of status. And, and it's just noise. And so it's harder for people to cut all the bullshit and just hyper focus on that one thing because it's scary. You know, you're you're eliminating yes, your, your options because because, uh, because we tend to think erroneously that what we are chasing is out there, but the reality is that you're just trying to reach your to your 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 um, the the best of you. Like for mm-hmm. me, when I do, I've done the best record. When I say I've done the best record of my career. Of course, I, I hope it gets signed and I hope people will love it as much as I do because I think it's full of love. But it's, um, it's more to do with me saying, okay, I've, I've reached my peak. I've done, I've done the absolute best of what, of, 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 um, of what I'm able to do, of what I'm capable of, mm-hmm. rather than comparing my best to someone else's best. So like in the car, I'm listening to the song with my daughter and she's like, oh, this is better than, or it's, and I'm like, yeah, but there's people like, so, you know, you have to compare, it depends who you compare. You have to be happy with it because you're happy with it. Otherwise you're always comparing to, if you compare yourself to, there are certain producers that it's, it's very hard to compare yourself to Fred again. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like they're so good that 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 yeah you know you ask yourself it's not because it's not only about the the status uh you you because it also has to well in a way i mean you get to sit in status and you feel free to do whatever and that's when you maybe 
you're in the position to do something that completely revolutionary, you know, changes everything in a way. Mm -hmm. I'm convinced that I'm already capable of that, but I've not probably convinced myself I'm in the correct position to do it. Or maybe I have, and I've done it. <laughs> you, yeah. you see what I'm saying? So I'm trying to pass on to myself and, and my daughter when we talk about these things, the fact that it always depends who you compare yourself with and what kind of expectations you have. So if you don't have expectations, you take expectations out of the equation and you compare to yourself like a year ago rather than comparing yourself to others and you just, right. then you are doing what you dreamed to do and then there's obviously the money aspect of course you have to make it you have to make money mm -hmm. that comes with with everything else and you just have to believe it will well i think this sort of self-awareness can be a blessing and a curse because i i often get jealous of people who are floating through life kind of unaware of all these things that we're talking about because they look like they're having a really good time they look like they're just you know <laughs> it's ignorance is bliss, right? But when you have this level of self-awareness, it's like a beautiful thing. And I feel like, you know, you, you extract more value out of life, but it can also kind of fuck you up. Yeah. Well, because I've been fucked up for many years, to be honest. It's not that I'm, okay. you, you hear me talk like this, but it takes, it's mm -hmm. a big struggle to live with yourself. Um, it has been for me, it's been a very, very long journey but it's, um, you know, it's uh, to put into prospect certain things that can happen to you in life. It's it's just, and this is why I'm still so driven and so passionate of what I do. It's just as if I feel responsible of the second opportunity that I've been given with, you know, with my experience in, in, in Thailand. So it's just, it's as if I feel... In a way, it's you feel invincible, but you know you're not invincible. Yeah. And I and I feel while I'm playing, I know I'm getting older, <laughs> so I'm not invincible at all. But you feel it's that way of living life that you 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 know you want to be so happy and you want to fill your life of, of of you know so many great things that you 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 want to feel that you're, you're gonna, you're not gonna get sick. You don't have time to, you, you're not gonna, you know, and then things happen in life, of course, but that attitude, it's, it's taken me a lifetime to get to this point, to have this, the beginning of, 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 of a good attitude and not being, uh, I've been through my share of, you know, complaining and not being happy and not being happy of, well, I've always been happy, but I've in my, in my sure. way, I'm talking in my way, sure. I've, I've, I've let music, uh, take over many times my personal life and, and, um, yeah. And you learn simply, I suppose, you know? Well, this has been so eye opening for me to hear this perspective. And I feel like I need to put like, this is, fr this is free game. This is free knowledge for some, not just artists, but people who, need a little bit of perspective when they get into the minutia and, and the bullshit of day to day. This is, you've provided us with an amazing perspective on, on really what life really is and what it's about. So thank you for sharing this knowledge with me. This has been one of the best conversations I've ever had on this I show. I win a prize. <laughs> you, did, you did. What <laughs> you name your prize and it was your birthday too. So uh, I'm joking. <laughs>
joking. Well, it was a it was a pleasure. I always like to uh, talk, and I I to be honest, I um, I also use these opportunities to find out new things about myself and through others, through you in this case, mm -hmm. uh, you know, mm -hmm. the perspectives and through the questions. Then you you think about the questions and 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 sort of you know, and yeah, it's 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 great to talk to people. You know, I mean. It's one of the best things of traveling that you talk, you get to talk to everyone. Yep. And, and, you sort of, and, and giving and giving is, is, uh, is, is, uh, one of the best things in, in, in life. Giving and, is so receiving, uh, you know, it's so yes. giving. And, and, and just so you know, you know, my, my passion and purpose in life, starting as a journalist and now doing this has always been, having the privilege to ask people questions and have them open up to me and, and talk to me, I get real pleasure out of being able to do this. And I feel honored that people share a part of their day with me. And so this is just talk about, you know, emotionally fulfilling. This is it. So well, I've been so looking at your podcast and I found it amazing. I was hoping you would ask me on, to be honest. Oh, um, that's uh, see, that's see. the best compliment you could ever give me. So thank yes. you. It's true. It's true. Thank you. It's really hard to summarize everything that was said in that conversation because there was so much wisdom shared that I actually had to kind of sit in silence for a couple minutes after we were done to just take it all in. And I've never done that before after an interview. Um, but one thing that I, I really want to highlight is when he said, you know, always be a first rate version of yourself rather than a second rate version of someone else. It's so basic, it's so simple, but in the chaos and cacophony of, of the music industry and just life today with social media, I, I think we tend to forget that. So if you enjoyed this episode, the best way to support the show is to share, of course, with your friends. We're on YouTube, we're on Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us a follow on social media and uh, reach out, say hi. I'd love to hear from you, your thoughts on this episode and on the show. I'll see you next week.